Welcome back to the YBF podcast and it's your girl Natasha per usual and this time I have another special guest y'all the celebrity guests have just been rolling in and I'm just like real obsessed with it like I'm real happy about it I'm real happy that they're supportive and that they want to be here and I everybody on is people that I'm a fan of and that I love so this is so exciting Okay, so this is someone who everyone knows, obviously, an R&B singer, a legend in the making. In the making, I like in the that. making, I in like the making, because it's because it's still going. Yeah. We, we still we still getting there. Still Solo and sometimes a groupmate, <laughs> <laughs> a father, a husband, mm. and I feel like like probably really good in bed. So we got to get some like. We got to get some information, okay? I got it. All right. So please welcome Tank to the podcast. <laughs> hey, hey. Hello. How are you? I'm good. I'm really good. good. Yeah. What are you What are you here up in New York City doing? I'm moving around, letting people know about this elevation, um, this album that's dropping October 25th, this tour that starts October 17th, um, just R&B business. Yes. You feel what I'm saying? Please bring R&B back. Well, R&B is back. Well. R&B has been back. R&B, R&B is just not. is here. R&B is just not on mainstream. That's true. That's true. I'm talking about like the old, like the 90s R&B when you were falling in love. You were like in high school and college and yeah, that R&B. I got it. But that's just like saying, what? Whatever happened to the to Noah's Ark? Why don't we start <laughs> building boats true. like that again? Like, that's not true. It is because. <laughs> Because things evolve and things yeah. change. And so, you know, you have to find um, your space or your way, you know, in, in a sense, navigate through what is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so, like, R&B is like her and and, and her. all of – and Daniel El- Caesar yes, and Ari Lennox and yeah. all – they just sold out 14,000 people. Love it. In the Bay. So, like, R&B is popping. I will say the Ari Lennoxes and the and the L Varners and people like that do give me that nostalgic feel. They, they do. do. Um, but I want more of it. Well, I mean, there are so many artists that are giving you that. Mm-hmm. But since it's not, you know, heavily promoted mm-hmm. or heavily mainstream, it's something that you have to look for. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I tell people all the time, whatever city you go to, you can find the weed. All right. <laughs> So stop acting like R- R&B music is that hard to find. I know nothing about that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't partake. I'm not accusing you mm-hmm, mm-hmm. of a puff puff. I'm just saying. Okay. You can find right. what you want. All right. Period. What is what is the feel and vibe of this album? Like Savage is one of my, the one from, was it 2017 now? Mm-hmm. Um, that was like bomb. Like that was one of the ones that you just put on when you just ready, you know, either when you're alone or just by mm-hmm. yourself or with your man and just, it's just a yeah. sexy ass R&B album. Yes. Is that the same feel? Um, this is more of that and then some. I think mm-hmm. I wanted to round this album all the way out. Okay. You know what I mean? I wanted everything on this album. I wanted 90s on this album. Mm-hmm. I wanted 2020 on this album. I wanted um, straight ahead, um, I even, you know, our, there's the song that me and my wife did called Our Song, like our dance song. It's okay. like, 
a piano guitar ballad, like like moments like that. You know what I mean? Uh, Omari, you know, doing his, okay. you know, doing his hybrid spoken word rap thing, acapella. Like it's moments like that that are on this album um, that. Um, it just fill it out. Like there was, you know, there was a goal with Savage, goal with Sex, Love, and Pain too, where they went at one thing and they locked in. And with this album, Elevation, I wanted to take everything that I do well and I wanted to um, take it to the next level. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I wanted to expound upon everything that I've done and say, yeah, that was cool, but this is better. I, yeah. I've, I've been working harder. I've been in the gym. I've been, you know what I mean? And this album represents that. It represents that we're still working. We're still not, we're not caught up in the fact that we're having the best moments of our career right now. That's cool, but I'm sure we can do more. Mm-hmm. I'm sure we can go higher. I'm sure we can elevate. Yeah. That's what this is. Mm, I, love, I can't wait. I can't wait. Yeah, he yeah. done told, y'all asked for, I asked for an advanced copy. They said, well, you can go on Apple and iTunes no, and well, get the I pre-order. Mean, you I see just, how they treat me? I just want to see it in your phone. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I just want to see it posted, you know what I'm saying, in your, in your story, in your IG story. I'm get, yeah, I do have That's a subscription, all. so I'm going I'm to add it. I was just trying I, to get the advance. That's no, all. No, I got, and the, the truth is, there is no advance yet. Oh, okay. All right. But when there, when, it, when, when an advance becomes available, okay. you have my word okay. that you will have it. All right. Period. Okay. So let's talk, because you just mentioned your wife. So yes. you're a semi-newlywed. It's been a couple years, right? A year. Oh, only a year. Yeah. Oh my God, it was 2018. Yes. Jeez. A year. It feels like forever ago, to be honest. Like yesterday feels like forever ago. Yeah. Um, okay, <laughs> so you're still technically a newlywed. It's yes, been a year. Technically. Um, but y'all have known each other for 20, like Thank you. forever. 20 years. Yeah. Um, yeah. okay, so let's let's discuss this. Yes. One of the most popular is popular the right word? One of the most controversial posts that we, for whatever reason, got the craziest feedback about mm-hmm. on both Instagram and the site was, one, you announcing that you all were engaged mm-hmm. and you called her your black queen. Mm-hmm. And then you all, after the wedding, either right after or right before, I can't remember, you all covered Black Brides magazine. Right. Okay. So we are the young, black, and fabulous. And mm-hmm. we talk about black celebrities, black yes. culture, everything about that. The re and of course we're like you know seventy to seventy five percent women for our demo. The women went nuts when mm. you said that, yeah. and I think what the issue was is that a lot of people didn't realize that your wife Zena Zena is how you pronounce her right yes Zena is is a black woman mm. and that's what you said that she is. Um, I'm assuming she's biracial yes. and black. Okay, so a lot of people just didn't realize that they literally thought she was a straight up white woman. So they were like, "How dare you come on the Black Brides magazine I don't, and call her a black queen?" I don't think they cared. Oh, oh no, they cared. No, no, I don't think they cared that she was mixed. Oh no, they don't right? care she's mixed. No, they. No, I'm saying in terms of like, they don't want to accept the look. I think that's part of so, it. So, so they don't want to accept that look as a black woman. That that, what was, that, that was the problem because because I. I've been, it's been years. If you follow me, if you know me, mm-hmm. I've been, me, me and Z have been off and on, but we've been together for the last four years, what have you. Right. Everyone knows. She's posted her father who's, right. you know, uh, like she's done her 23 and me. She's like yeah. 60% Nigerian or right. something, whatever that is. Right. Um, she's, she identifies with black. Right. As, as most fair skinned women do. Right. And so the argument wasn't if she was, if she was black. Or if she was biracial, it was like, we don't want that look to represent us. And I took offense to that. 
and, and you did chime in on our post on Instagram about it and explain Be- to people that she is a black because, woman. Because, because as, as black people, we pick and choose mm-hmm. when we're accepting, when somebody can represent us. When Obama, who's biracial, mm-hmm. becomes president, mm-hmm. then he gets to be black. True. He gets to be the first black president. Right. Nobody's screaming, oh, but he's biracial. Nobody's <laughs> saying that. Yeah. But my wife doesn't get to be a black bride on the cover of a black bride magazine. It's tricky. Be- it's not tricky. Uh, no, not for me. Right. But I get right. it for, because we, trust me, we get the same pushback. If we post, it, it's so crazy. It's like biracial is biracial. And then some people will be like, how dare you post them on YBF? What? what I, like, what do you want me to do? But, we get the same pushback. Because people like, it's it's black and it's white. Yeah. But the black is right here. Right, right. She we, has a right to claim that. She has a that. right to claim right. her blackness. Right. I've, I've never heard a white person get mad about a biracial person mm-hmm. claiming their blackness. I've yes. never, I've never heard, I've never seen one comment where a white person says, well, what about the white part? <laughs> never. Right. It's always, it's always been us saying, you sure you black? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Whoa. <sighs> it's, 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 we do so much damage to ourselves mm-hmm. that it's, it's just, it's impossible to build because we keep doing it to ourselves. Right. You know what I'm saying? We should like we should we should really look deep into the history of 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 us coming to this country and realize everything that we've been through and why we even have these shades. Or let's go even go back to Africa. Right. Has anybody really been to Africa right. or South Africa and seen all the and, different and shades. seen all the different shades mm-hmm. and understand like what we really are and mm-hmm. what we encompass in terms of uh, in, of black people? Yeah. You know what I'm saying, and what we and what what black dominates. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, we could talk about it all day, but the idea, the 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 finish is, is that people are just going to live in their own truth. Yeah. Whether what you're saying is the truth or not, they're going to build their own truth and they're going to speak on it. And we've given you know these types of people, these type of people who run their mouth in the barbershops <laughs> and the beauty salon, we've given them an opportunity yeah, to speak platform, yeah. on our behalf. And it'll it'll never be, it'll never be unified. It'll never be. Um, and just to speak on behalf of their point of view and being a brown skinned black woman, I see their point of view. I don't necessarily agree, but I see it. In the entertainment industry, which I'm also in, it does feel like a lot of times brown skin, non-biracial black women are trying to be erased. And so when we see a black man putting a biracial woman on a pedestal who is clearly bi- like almost could pass, almost could pass if she wanted to. And clearly she doesn't. I'm just saying it does. Fit, sometimes it does give you that little sting like here we go again. Yet another example of me being pushed to the back because I'm not exotical. I'm not mixed. I'm not light enough. I'm not this. I'm not that. We're not heavily represented as a black woman. So that is sometimes why certain black women will feel some kind of way when a, a biracial woman is put on a pedestal Well, by I a mean, black man like you. Well, I think that, I mean, and I'm a lighter brown guy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And what, what, have, what has always 
interests me is when people say, you know, self-hate. He must not love his mom. I my, did see that. My mom is a fair-skinned woman. Okay. My sister's a fair-skinned woman. Like, you don't know me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you you really, really don't know me. And in terms of the narrative, I think there probably was an objective or a narrative, you know, back in the day. But that narrative was to erase us overall. Mm-hmm. There weren't no women of color, whether right. it be light skin or anything. Right. You know what I'm saying? So in terms of an in terms of an industry or um or a narrative that people that whoever the powers that be were trying to keep control of, we weren't doing that. Mm. We don't run anything. Right. We don't own any publications. We right. don't own any movie production houses. We we don't. So when they hire people, they hire what they hire. When we make a choice as individuals, we should be allowed our choice. Like, uh, uh, have we all forgotten about Angela Bassett and 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 Holly Berry, who is a brown skinned woman, and right. and 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 what is Lupita? Lupita. Lupita. Mm-hmm. Um, what's my other lady from? Um, we just talked about Tika Sumter too. I, Tika Sumter. I mean, I could go down the list of very successful. Mm-hmm. Brown skin, dark true. skin women. I can go down the list. It's taken a minute, but true. Right, but we don't own that space. Right, but I think that that's the issue is that we don't own that space. So when we do have the opportunity of a black man putting any black woman on a pedestal, and they finally have the floor, and they have the floor to say, "This is who's my queen," and then it ends up being a woman who's not. You yeah, know? but you're, but, but you're looking at it. You, you're looking at it wrong because you're looking at another human being to um, to be the salvation of it all, mm-hmm. right? And so what you first have to realize is that just because we're quote-unquote celebrities or whatever, we're, we're not the saviors of the world. We're oh, not superheroes. Right. You understand what I'm saying? Like, there are more, there are more black or what you would consider brown or bl- black marriages than there are anything. Mm-hmm. You just assume that it's not because yep. you see me or you see somebody else with a lighter skinned woman that this is what it is. That's what Hollywood wants. I didn't get married for Hollywood. Yep. I got married with the person that I fell in love with. She just happens to be black and white. Listen, Tank has spoken on the issue, y'all. So y'all leave him and me in air right now. And me. <laughs> and me alone. Shit. Um, okay, so y'all have two kids together. You yes. have four total, five. right? Five you have total. five total. Yes. Okay. So what is Daddy Darrell like? I'm just fun. Yeah, I'm like the fun dad. I get yeah. I get in trouble a lot for just being the fun dad. You you need to instill some discipline. It's like I'm trying. He's just <laughs> he's just really funny. So it's just like I'm I'm just the fun dad. I like to you know I like to kind of relate. I like to be um, in the mix. And you know they they kind of see me as like. Um, my daughter's at Howard now. You know what I mean? She's 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 Sheesh. yeah. And so she, you know, she's grown. And so I get to kind of like, I I feel like I can help better because you know I'm I'm connected to the culture. And I understand mm-hmm. what's going on. You know, even on her level, I right. get it. And so we, even with her being able to talk to me, like it's different. She can talk to me differently because she knows that I get it. You know what I'm oh, saying? And there's that. no, you know, there's no judgment there. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I've been in terms of a youth and out of and, and a young adult and out of control. I've been there times a thousand with mm-hmm. the access that I've had. Yeah. 
You know what I'm saying? So I know exactly what, what going you're through. going mm-hmm. through. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that ain't nothing. Let me tell you what right. daddy did. You know what I'm saying? So, well, um, let me let me ask this: Do y'all talk about relationships? And I asked this because in an interview you did. I don't even remember who it was with, but I did write the quote. You said you were talking about your current relationship. And I just want to get, I ask every man that comes on this podcast about this because every woman wants to know. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you said, talking about your, your, your current wife, when we were together before I felt like she was the one I had given her a promise ring. Well, I'm sorry. When we were together before, I felt like she was the one. Mm -hmm. That's what you were saying. I had given her a promise ring and then life happened. Mm-hmm. People make mistakes. At the time, you're like, okay, maybe I was wrong. If she was the one, then my question is, if she was the one, then why do y'all walk away? And why do y'all not try to lock things down right then? Out of immaturity. We just haven't, we just, some of us just have, haven't grown in that space yet. I hadn't grown in that space yet. Mm-hmm. I didn't get it. And even my mom, you know what I'm saying, when everything went down between us, she was like, well, you know, <laughs> you people make mistakes, Jamil. You know, I've made a lot of. But, mm-hmm. but that girl loves you. Yeah, I hear all that. But you know what I'm saying? And I was just lost in my anger, lost in my immaturity. Um, and then um, what changed for me was my relationship with my daughters. Mm, you know okay. what I mean? And understanding that that love is unconditional. That relationship is forever. I don't care what happens. Mm-hmm. Those are my babies. I love them. And my interaction with my daughters, with those young ladies, with those women, I said, well, this, I, th- I think, I think the lesson in this is this is how it should be, period. You know what I'm saying? If I say I love someone, um, this is how it should translate. Mm, mm-hmm. We're locked in and we're going to go through it all. We're not going to be, we're not supposed to be perfect. That's not what any of this is about. This is about finding somebody to take the ride with. Mm, I love that. You know what I'm saying? So it was what it was. And thank God, you know, we found our way. Back to each other. Back to each other. And we were able to grow and learn and live in this really, really cool space. Can you tell all the can you have a conference and tell men this? Please. Just tell me. Because because men are so like men are men are just babies. Men are just you know what I'm saying? Like said it, y'all, not me. Oh man, men are just just the most just not smart. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Just like like come on, like like listen, you know you was do that. You know you was do that. Out of all the havoc and chaos you've you've wreaked across the land. Right. You you get you get one incident handed back to you. Mm-hmm. And now all of a sudden the world is it's over. Mm. It's a wrap. She's the worst. She's mm. They can't handle it. You are not worthy. You will never be worthy of the woman that you have. Period. Feel like that is the clip to represent this entire pot. Thank you so much for saying that. <laughs> Thank you. Um, okay, so you make me think like, okay, oh, we did want to do this fill in the blank situation. Okay, okay. okay it's real quick. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is also for my ladies. Having a wife can be better than having a girlfriend because. Because you're sure. Mm-hmm. Having a wife can be worse than having a girlfriend because. You're stuck. <laughs> oh my god that's it we're moving on okay. <laughs> i was i was thinking you were gonna say the sex could be better without if she that's what i was thinking like if, no, you know because i believe like when once you in you in mm. 
Mm. Like the like I think my my the, the toughest thing I had to deal with in moving on into a new relationship was the fact that I had a divorce on my record. Mm. That mm-hmm. hurt me more than anything. I never imagined myself. Really? Never imagined it. Never like my parents have been together since Oh, okay. So you came from that I come from two that. parent household. Okay. I come from that. So I don't know what that looks like and here I am in the middle of it. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And and that's what took me so long even once we got back to the together to to say to pull the trigger because i was i was scared of failing again got it you know what i mean i just i didn't want to fail in that in that place because i just it, i don't believe in it that's interesting and so i had to get over my fear mm-hmm. and say you know what i'm not gonna live in fear okay i mean is the sex better when you're married i just want to know well, I mean, the, the sex is... <laughs> we all heard the Savage listen, album. The sex is what it is before you got married. Like, the, she she don't change. Like, it don't transform into something like different. I it would get better. No. There's it's, trust if, there. If it, no, if it's good, it's good. Okay. It's got to be good before you get married. Don't think that when you get married, like, listen, don't accept <laughs> no promises. Ooh, when we get married, I'm going to do everything to you. I'm going to be so that. free. That is trash talk. <laughs> I promise you, that thing is going to be the same. You know what I'm saying? Whatever she didn't do, she, she is not all of a sudden going to get better at oral sex just because you're married. It don't work that way. It don't. If she's not good at it now or if he ain't good at it now, mm, you want to work on that before you lock that down. Oh, my God. You don't want to have. You don't want to be searching for those things that are deficient inside of a marriage. Oof. You don't. Come on, word. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you just kind of snitched on all the women who be giving that excuse. Well, I mean, if we was married, then I'll let you do yeah, that. Yeah, get out of town. <laughs> Don't do it. Okay, so if you, oh, you posted on Instagram your fantasy R&B group. And no, no, was, I didn't. That was genuine. Did you repost it? Yeah, it was a repost. Oh, it was a repost. Whatever. Y'all both posted it, okay? No, I just reposted what he put. All right, all right, all right. Okay, so what, did you agree with his fantasy or what, did you? No, no, I just said, I, I opened it up for comments. For com- okay, so like, what is yours? crazy. You tell me, because we I, we also reposted it and people like went in in the comments. So what would be your five person fantasy R&B group? Wow. She, I mean, is are eras involved? Like what's like, like that's any that's Any tough... era, any era. Ooh. It shouldn't be that tough. Yes, it should. Are you kidding because me? Because I feel like you probably you've been in this game for a while. Like I'm sure you studied people. Yeah, but you there know are who... things about every every great R and B artist that I love. Okay, you five know and saying? impossible. And to, and to break it down, just to five is wild. We won't hold it against it's you. It's wild. Um, I got to start off with my favorite Marvin Gaye. Okay, I um, knew that was going to be one for you. I got to have him. Like you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Um, I gotta have I gotta have Babyface in there. That's two. He's, I, mean, I mean, y'all have similar vibes. I get it. Of course I get we it. Do. Those okay. Stud, stud, studied him majorly. Um, we need some power in there. We need some power in there. I'm going to go KC Haley. Oh, he he done brought it to Jodeci. Okay. I'm going to go KC Haley. We need some power in there. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you could have gone David Ruffin. You could have gone, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, Bobby Womack. But I think KC is the evolution of okay. both of those guys. Is he in rehab or is he out of rehab? Um, I, I think he's doing he's doing good. Okay, Working on his good, album, yeah, 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 yeah. He's okay. doing really good. Let's make a show. Um, okay, we had three. Mm-hmm. Um, um, okay. Uh, now, what I have to tell people right now is that contrary to what you believe, and even in terms of sometimes how he makes his records vocally, this kid is a monster singer. 
this okay. kid can really flat out sing. Um, I always preach to him, man, you got to take care of your voice, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to get some rest. You got to stop playing. But Chris Brown okay. um, is probably one of the most gifted human beings I've ever hmm. I've ever met. I'll probably ever meet. Wow. Period. Um, so we got Chris Brown in there. We got four. <sighs> Number five. And I'll make it this, easier. Don't say yourself. I'm not, oh, no, I'm not going to say myself. Okay. I'm not going to say myself. This one is going to hurt, right? Oh, okay. Because people are very iffy. Um, you know, everybody has an opinion on this particular person. Okay. Right? And I'm just going to say musically. I'm just going to say musically. I feel like I know where we're going. Go ahead. I, I'm not anything <laughs> else. Not anything else into okay. consideration. Okay. But you cannot have a top five uh-huh. group, uh-huh. R&B male group, without R. Kelly. All right, y'all. He got his five. I, I ain't say it. He said it. I understand exactly what you're saying. I, I get it. Music. Music only. If we're act, if we're putting this in a bubble and we don't know anything about any of the people. That's it. That's it. Okay. And you say I get a possible. The possible should be a woman. Who would you throw in? Ooh. I mean, you should have named you should have named a woman before, but whatever. I I listen. If we name a woman, um, I gotta go with. Wow, Aretha was so ahead of her time. Mm-hmm. She was so amazing and ahead of her time. Like, um, and then Tina Turner was so ahead of her time. Mm-hmm. And I think um, the person who was finally able to put all of these classic pieces together, Whitney, was ahead of her time. Mm. Um, the person who I think grabs pieces from all of all of those and puts them together and becomes just something that we've never seen before, I would say is Beyonce. Yes! Come on, Beehive. Yeah. We love everybody in the Beehive. That's yeah. a necessity around like here. Like, Beyonce is just, Beyonce is just, um, for lack of a better word, incredible. Yes. I love it. There, and the only reason why, the only reason why I wouldn't say her for your group is because she's, we clearly see she's not a group girl anymore. So, but, but yes. she's another... Yes. Another level of human being. And then Ugh. if I snatch somebody from another genre uh-huh. and put them in this R and B group. Mm-hmm. We gotta we gotta make this a thing. Mm-hmm. Snatching somebody from another genre and as adding long as you don't say Taylor Swift, go ahead. I will not, but I will say a guy by the name of Chris Stapleton. Okay. Yeah, I know that name. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I watched him sing Aretha Franklin Do Right. Oh, wow. In the right key <laughs> in his chest. His, so his natural chest. <laughs> I talked to him the other day. I said, first of all, I'm scarred. Okay? I'm hurt. You know what I'm saying? I don't know how to feel about it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm traumatized by the event that you would sing Aretha Franklin Do Right. <laughs> In your natural chest voice and and commence to murder it. Love it. He shocked you, huh? Oh. So speaking of groups though, okay. All right. 
anybody I see you didn't name anybody from your your former group. No. Tell me what's going on. Are we getting a TGT reunion? Are you over it? Are you still friends with Genuine and and Tyrese? What is Genuine doing? I have all the questions. What's happening? Um in terms of TGT, nothing is happening. Mm-hmm. Um like people have to understand like you know, nobody really knows behind the scenes mm-hmm. what, what it took to make that album. I'm sure. Um, you know, that was one of the um, hardest processes I've ever gone through. Mm-hmm. It was one of the most difficult things. Like the fact that the album even came out was a victory for me. Wow. It was a victory. The fact that we got it done was a victory. Like mm-hmm. people have no idea. And. I think sometimes the idea of possibly going through that again um, doesn't make anybody happy. Even though the end result was something very, very beautiful, very amazing. Um, I don't know if, I don't know if anybody is really ready or willing to go through that hell again. Like, like it, why was it hell? Like, I mean, we saw the fallout, but I just feel like, why uh, did it have um, to be on it? So that, that wasn't, that wasn't like, all of a sudden. Okay. That wasn't like, oh no, this is starting to break down. No. Like, I remember our first show in London, like, before we were walking on stage, like, nope, nobody was talking. Oh gosh. Like. It's a new edition situation. Like, it was like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was like that. Like, mm-hmm. so people think it just came out of the blue, but this had, this was, this was the process. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so, I don't know. I think, you know, for the people, for the genre, for the music I love, you know, uh, you know, I don't know. Maybe you willing willing to go through it and get to it, but it was a lot. It was a lot, and so and so we're all we're all so happy, um, in our own spaces. You know what I'm saying? And things mm-hmm. move so much easier in our own spaces. Of course. You know what I'm saying? That sometimes it's just like, man, let it be. I'm cool. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I love y'all, man. But new edition got back together though. Well, New Edition had a reason to get back together I'm just because saying, no, I'm saying they got back together well, and they went through drama. Be, well, can be, you? Well, you have to think about this. New Edition's biggest moments were as New Edition, so the most value that they were going to get out of themselves was as New Edition. That's true. I mean, they they had great solo careers too. Yeah, they had they had good solo careers, but together as New Edition, okay, they were unstoppable. They they are the blueprint for every group you see. Every I group did you read saw that after. you that that's like your epitome of Period. of R and B groups is Period. New Edition. Yep. Yeah. They well, started everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then Devontae changed it, but between those two, New Edition and Jodeci, like okay. that's that that's how you get everything else. Every group you name, that's how you get them. Very true. After watching that documentary, well, not even documentary, the biopic, I was like, oh, this is where e- literally everyone, including white boy bands, this is where everyone, everyone. Gets that's where everything. you, this is where you get hip hop and R and B. This is where you get the charts combining. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The first R and B and hip hop group, like all of these things. It's all in New Edition. Mm. Um, so you're from DC originally, right? Originally Milwaukee. Well, raised in Maryland. Okay. Yeah. Oh, raised in Maryland, DC mm-hmm. area. I yeah. actually. Um, lived in D.C. after I left law school um, mm-hmm. and bought a place in Maryland, too, in Bethesda. Mm-hmm. So I'm familiar with both. Um, what is your someone wanted somebody wanted me to ask this. What is like your favorite local spot in D.C. and Maryland? Favorite local spot? Yes. Yes. 
where does where do the people need to go? I, you know what? Here's the thing. Everything has changed so much. Gentrification, in, yeah. No, like for real. Just, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, if I didn't go back as often as I do, I wouldn't know. I wouldn't, I wouldn't know my way around. Yeah. Like on 14th Street. That, that's how much things have changed. It's drastically different. You know what I'm saying? Like the place where there used to be, you know, um, pimps and, you know, and trans mm. and all sorts of things. Mm. There's now a Louis store. You understand what I'm saying? Really? So, so it's like. I, you know what I'm saying? I I don't know. I don't know what to tell. I don't know where to tell people to go. You know what I'm saying? There was a tour that I used to work for called Old Town Trolley, mm-hmm. and it was a t- and, it, and you get you catch the trolley at a uh, uh, at the station at Union, Union station, station, yeah. And you 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 buy a ticket and you take the tour. Yeah. That's what I would tell anybody to do. Go <laughs> buy a ticket, take the tour, because it's a whole different place. It's I a whole you. new world. I feel you. Oh, that's sad though. What are we gonna do? Well, I mean, it is what it is. Like you think about it, like. Before there was some, there were so many places in DC that you didn't want to go. True. And now, and now it's almost like you want to buy a place there. Right. Well, if you can afford it, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so you performed at DC Pride back in 2017, I guess mm-hmm. that was. Um, and there was, of course controversy around that and questions about that tell me why it was so important that you did that especially i mean in 2019 it's like duh yes that's important but for whatever reason just two years ago people were up in arms and was asking questions like why would you do that oh my god i thought it was amazing tell me why it was important for you to do that and would you do it again well i've done it many times Okay. Um, well i didn't i didn't see it as an important thing for me to do Right. Mm -hmm. When I was doing it, I saw it as they made me an offer and I said, yeah, money is money and money is money. And those are my fans. You know what I'm saying? Like, like they like they were like, well, well, why hadn't you done it before? I was like, they never asked me. You know what I'm saying? So I didn't see it Mm. as this big thing, this big moment, like some groundbreaking thing that I was trying to do. I'm like, I just got an offer to perform. Like, why wouldn't I go perform? You know what I mean? And then. After it, then I see everything, yeah. and I'm like, "What are y'all talking about?" And they're like, "You're the first one to do this." I was like, "No, I'm and not." And it was a sexy show. You're taking no. off your shirt, but you it's do that my at show. every show, right? Right. It's my That's show. The thing I, didn't realize. I don't. I don't. I'm not gonna deny them something. I'm, it's my don't show. Don't deny us. Honey. I'm gonna do me. Mm-hmm. I don't care where I am. If you invite me to your church, you better hope I don't take my shirt off. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like That's, This is my. This is what I do. Mm-hmm. So, it wasn't until after the fact when people started making a big deal about it mm-hmm. that I had to step back and look at it like, you know, oh, I guess this was supposed to be some great thing that I did, but I wasn't doing it to be great. Like, this is what it should be. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'll entertain whoever. I don't see people like that. I don't judge people like that. Those are people. We are all people. We are all the same. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The differences are the things that make the conversation unique. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's the part that's missing. Mm-hmm. We're just not having a conversation. Like, we need to sit and have a conversation so I can understand your point of view. You can understand my point of view. No one wants to understand anybody's point of view. They just want to say, I'm right and you're wrong. Or they want to use religion or something else oh, yeah. to to back their bashing. Mm. You can't you can't you can't sell love or promote love with hate. Not at all. You cannot. So if that's what you're doing, that's not love. Mm-hmm. 
It's not. And it's unacceptable to me. Did you chime in about the Malik Yoba situation or have you talked to Malik Yoba? I, I don't know Malik Yoba. Okay. I did chime in. I said, I mean, he says he's trans attracted. That's and, what he likes. Right. That man, like, how does this affect you? I don't know. I, you know, that, that's, that's what I'm always, always trying to figure out. How does this affect your everyday life? You wake up, you go get your bus pass, you get on your bus, <laughs> Not the bus. you go to your job, you work, you get back on the bus, go home, you check, you, you some, everybody has cable now, you check the <laughs> DVR, you watch your shows that you love, you get on your phone, talk to your friends, you might have a kid or two, you, 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 you make dinner, you, and Malik Yoba at no time has affected <laughs> any of that process. Right. But yet you are angry at this man because he's trans attractive. It's baffling. Mind your business. <laughs> I, I took so that from funny. Kevin Gates. Mind your business. <laughs> Kevin Gates said, I don't care what you, I, it ain't got nothing to do with me. Yeah. Mind your business. Let that man do it. It's not bothering nobody. Apparently there are people like him and they are enjoying themselves. Right. They're enjoying life while you're upset. Their sex life sucks, probably. So who knows? Man, come on, man. I'm having this. I'm having a, me and my wife having a good time. I don't have time <laughs> to worry about what somebody else is doing. You know what I'm saying? I don't have time. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta keep myself in tip top condition. You know what I'm saying? So, so, so when I got to see about her, or she got to see about me, you know what I'm saying? I'm performing at optimum level. <laughs> I mean, she's like a professional dancer, right? So it's like you yeah. got to be an optimum. Yeah, it's, level. It's, it's working there. Okay. You feel what I'm saying? I got to be ready for that. I can't be focused on what nobody else is doing. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta be focused on what the tank is doing, huh? The tanker, right? You feel me? Huh? So funny. Play no games when I get in there. You know why? Because I'm focused. <laughs> that's what we need. A man that's focused. Man, that's focused. I, 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 when I get in there, I love what I'm doing in there. Hmm. Got time to be worried about what nobody else is doing? Tell it. My wife will tell you. I'm sure she will. Um, what when it comes to acting? What more are you? What what are you doing in the acting game now? What's next for you? Is that something that you really like something and want to explore? I, yeah, something okay. that I really want to dive into 100. Okay. percent Okay. And you know the elevation process has been so much. You know what I mean with the album and now with the tour, it is just kind of taking me away from it. Yeah. But 2020 will be that thing. You know, I um, started doing stand up comedy. Uh, you started much. doing stand-up comedy? Yeah, yeah, I do stand-up. I don't think I knew this. No? No. Yeah, I would have written that down yeah, and asked yeah. about it. No, I'm, I'm I'm in these streets. I'm in these comedy wow. clubs, and I'm moving around and doing my thing and building my content. Um, And so, you know, to, for me, like, that's, that's a part of, you know, of my acting learning curve. Mm -hmm, you is. know what I mean? And so I'm, I'm doing that, and then 2020, it'll be, it'll be a hard focus. You know, on these TVs and films, and also okay. just creating it ourselves. You know, yes. we want to be part of things that other people are doing. We would love to, but we're not gonna wait. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we have, we have the resources and the ability to, you know, to start putting our own pieces of content yeah. together and and rocking out. So 2020, that's what that's gonna be. I love that. Yeah. I think you're a good actor. Thank you Statement. so much. Thank it you. was what was that New Editions mm -hmm. story? Yeah, it mm -hmm. was it was good. You played it. You played it. Um, what? Who else needs a biopic? By the way. Who 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 needs a biopic that hasn't had one yet? Wow, Marvin, for sure. Marvin he Jr. hasn't had one. Nope. 
Is it in the works? I feel like it's we've talked about this. So no? it, it's been so many people. I've got okay. I've gotten two calls about playing Marvin. I could one hundred percent see that. Yeah, I've gotten a couple calls, and so it's just you know, it's it's always it's always some piece, some uh-huh. element that won't act right. To That's put gonna it be all your breakout together. role. Oh you my god, I mean? that is gonna be it. I call it right now. Well, they gotta catch me before I age out. <laughs> No. Call me soon. Black don't crack. You still look like 30. Like, black don't crack. You're good. Yeah, no, but I mean, you know, I've gotten, I've gotten two, like two calls. Yeah, that's for you. Where, where, where they were like, we, we, we want you to be. And I still, and it's funny because it's crazy that I think that people think that they knew Marvin mm-hmm. and they really didn't. It's a lot there. A it's, lot of mental. It's so many layers yeah. to Marvin Gaye. Um, that you would not believe, and the Marvin Gaye um, story, the Marvin Gaye movie, um, it just it just needs to be done right. It mm-hmm. needs to be done honest, yeah, um, so that people can see what that is and what that was. You know what I mean? Like people think people people understand greatness, but you have to really see. Um, you really have to see the dynamic of the odds that they were up against to really truly appreciate how great it was. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And the you, times that, that they were doing. Oh, the same, you have yeah. to see. You have to really understand that struggle. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Inside and out. So you know, hopefully, you know, prayerfully, I, I, you know, your your uh, your lips to God ears. You know what I'm saying? I, def- I can see it. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Yeah. I'm always a producer on this show. I feel like I'm <laughs> always trying to like cast people in things, give them ideas for shows. Yeah. Like I'm always doing that. I yeah. see it. That's it. And I want my producer credit per there usual. Thank Fair you. Come on, put it down. What else do you want to tell the readers and the listeners about Mr. Tank? Um, you know what? I honestly just want to say support us. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We were having an R&B conversation before. And just support us. Like, we um, we are still trying. Like, I'm I'm a hybrid. I'm, like, something different. You know, I'm, I'm traditional um, and I'm also millennial. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I'm, the, I'm the bridge. I'm the guy who's the go-between, who can do... A record with Anthony Hamilton and a record with Chris Brown. You know what I mean? Okay. Like I'm that space. So I understand the value in respecting tradition, but also respecting the evolution. You know what I mean? And so you, everybody, like, like follow us. Like, 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 just stop and listen to what these new R&B kids are doing. Like, just give them a shot. Listen to them. Hear their hearts because they're only speaking what they know. And for them, R&B, uh, for them relationships and love and all of these ideals are moving way faster than they move for us. Like love took time. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. There were, there were more dates. You know what I'm saying? Right. Carrie said it best. Love takes time. Yeah, I mean, we, we put on nice clothes. You know what I'm saying? We put on the cologne. Like we did, you know what I'm saying? Now they just don't a sweatsuit and, you know what I'm saying? And, 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 and get on the, and get on a little bird school and say, meet me around the corner. Like that's just, <laughs> and text you, you know, and text you, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like we got on the phone, you know what I'm saying? We talked all night long and lay yeah. and laid on the couch. Oh my God. Lay, Have you like, seen all these, like this, I don't know what it is, but everybody's talking about this coffee date situation. And it's like a debate about whether or not it's okay for a woman to, oh gosh, whether it's okay for a woman to deny a man a date because he wants to take her for coffee. And apparently it's the thing now. Men are saying, well, I don't want to waste my time and money if you're, if we're not going to go anywhere. So I don't want to take you to dinner. I don't want to do all, invest all this time and money. Let's go out for coffee first. And women are like, if you can't invest more than a $3 coffee, then I'm going to show up in pajamas and show and talk to you for five minutes. Like where's the, where is the, 
balance? Like what happened to talking on the phone? You can find out if the person's yeah, worth it I by think, talking on the phone. I think, I think they're both wrong. Oh. I think they're both wrong. Because I don't think that um like I don't think that you should be plotting it out like that. Men are plotting it out. And I because yeah, because they 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 have this goal. You know what I'm saying? Like men are always trying to get something. You know what I mean? As a try, as opposed to trying to really explore and understand the thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I think they're, I think they're both wrong. Like a guy, like a guy, if a guy is honestly, honestly saying, "Hey, let's go grab some coffee," that's, that's a space to actually face to face have a good conversation. It's not dinner, right? Dinner is ordering food. It's right. The low light. But she's not and, worth that. Oh. I'm not saying. Listen, what I'm saying. It's the low lights. It's the it's the wine. It's maybe the beverage. It's the you know. It's a different kind of conversation. You know what I'm saying? It 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 alludes more to the finish line, so to speak, which is what kind of everybody kind of wants or okay. kind of wants to act like they don't want. Right? Coffee is. Let's talk without any distractions. Let's have a conversation. I'm saying if he's truly asking you yes, on a coffee date. Right, right. If he's asking you on a coffee date because he doesn't want to waste his time on yes. dinner if you ain't about nothing, that's wrong. Okay. And if you see a coffee date as something as he's not really trying to put any real time into you, then you're wrong too. So what needs to happen, like I said, <laughs> is that people need to communicate. Okay. First and foremost, let's get on the phone Let's go walk in the park. Let's do something to where we can communicate. And I can understand who, where, and what you are, what your goals are, where you're trying to go. I can tell you the same thing about me. And then we can figure out if we're kind of going in the same direction or not. Right. Which is why, support our R&B, which is why (laughs) I always kind of like when people talk about cyber dating, like these sites and all of these Mm, things, I'm taking a different turn. I'm kind of for it because you can go down the list of qualifications and eliminate the people who don't fall in line with the things that you want. Just based on. You never did online dating, did you? No, I've never done online dating. Yeah, that ain't how it. That's in theory, that's how it's supposed to work. That's in theory how it should work. The people that are lying on online dating are very bad people. (laughs) I want to use that phrase. They are very. Bad and people. just doing exactly what you said, just always trying to get to a finish line. It's, exactly, it's just it's, it's not. Just, it's disgusting. Yeah, it's disgusting to me. So yeah. the purpose of what it should be for is is great. Okay. To where you can eliminate, you know what I mean, the things that you know without going through that process. Like this looks really really cool, but you know, of course, everything gets polluted and all of these. Too things. much. So, well, you ain't got to worry about that. Just leave that to us single first. Support folks, so. the R and B. We're out here. We are here for you. We are doing shows. We are everywhere. Even our classic R&B artists are out here. Silk, um, Keith Sweat, yes. 112, Jagged Edge, everybody. We're Drew Hill. We're all out here. Avant. Oh, I got playlists with We're just out. those people. We are so. out here. And we are moving around. And we are doing stuff. And just support us. Don't say it's not here or it's not. No, it's not being played on your, right. your big station on your radio. You know what I'm saying? But that doesn't mean you can't play it. That doesn't mean you can't stream it. That right. doesn't mean you can't go to whatever space you want. And it doesn't have nothing to do with you. If you allow yourself to be programmed, then that's on you. That's true. Uh, before you leave, give us one person that 
that you feel like we have to put on our playlist now? Like somebody that's new, upcoming, that you just kind of noticed and you feel like if somebody gave you a fairy wand and said this person could save R&B, well, quote unquote, save R&B for the future, you know, um, well, we're going to put it in their hands. Who would who would that be? Who should I add to my Apple playlist? Make sure I say this right. I'm telling you right now. This kid right here, problem. Absolute problem. He is really looking it up, y'all. He is dead serious. I want you to see it. I want you to see it. This young kid right here, Tone Smith. Oh, okay. I've heard of him. Tone Smith. Okay. Oh, Stitcher. Smith. Oh, okay. Got it. He is the future. Okay. Are and you? it's crazy because, because like some of those uh Chris Brown hit records, uh-huh, recent ones. Uh-huh. Him. Wow. He wrote? wrote and produced. And produ- oh wow. This kid right here. Love. Is next level. Okay. And can do it all. Dance, sing, write, produce, musician, all of the above. Well, y'all heard it here first. That's that. Oh, I'm sorry. Stiff. Tone stiff. stiff. Tone. Oh, he also did the remix for Could Have Been. Tone Stiff. Sorry about that. Yeah, that is my stiff. song. Could Have Been with her and Bryson Tiller and him. Okay. He's a monster. Very nice. So we got put on something new, tone y'all. Tone Stiff. You're right. Yeah, you're right. Um, all right. Well, thank you so much for being here. I want to take up all your time up in so New York good. City. Yeah, no, we, um, we start, once we start vibing and locking <laughs> in, it ain't, it ain't really a whole lot nobody can do about that. You know what Ooh. I'm saying? He yeah. runs this. This is amazing. <laughs> Thank you so, 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 so much. Absolutely. We're still going to hold out hope for a little TGT reunion. We still going to listen, out and hope. I'm holding out hope too. Okay, I'm gonna hold it out All too right. because I because I think that I think that it's needed. Okay. Like high level R and B events are needed in order to into in order to keep us in the conversation yes. and to keep us in high level conversation. I 100 percent agree. Yeah. All right, and thank you for being in the Beehive as well. And, <laughs> <laughs> and his album, Elevation, is out October 25th. Which you can pre-order now. Yes, you can. <laughs> Follow me at The Real Tank. I yes. be acting I be acting silly. Yes, he does. Yes. And he also chimes in if you talk mess too. Yeah, relax. <laughs> relax. And congrats on your one-year wedding anniversary. Thank you so much. All yeah. right. Thank you so much for being Absolutely. here. Thanks, Absolutely. y'all. Thanks for listening. Bye.